Hey everybody, this is Mr. Big Mouth, a.k.a. Dante, and we are here in the building today. You know what, everybody? I just don't fucking understand it. Like, I got a big dick. I think I'm cute. And for some apparent reason, I'm single. So, I'm gonna do a test starting today where I'm gonna go on every fucking app. Christian Mingle... Tammy, that new little gay app, Hinged, um, I'm already on fucking Growler, the people who don't pay me or acknowledge me when I acknowledge them, um, uh, what's another app, Tinder, I'm gonna go on every app and see if I can find me a husband in three fuck three to four months and see what fucking happens, because I don't understand it, I don't understand it, that part, yes, that part. A for A, Jack, Scruff, all those, all those apps, all those apps. I'm going to try and see if I can get me a husband. Because for some parent reason, j can't even keep her fucking man. Supposedly, allegedly, they're, they're working on it. They call her the Lord of the Rings. I think she's, she's, she's just trying to find the right one. But anyway, I digress. First of all, I have to introduce this motherfucker because let me tell you something. I had to, in order to get the officialness from this one, it was like it was like Facebook meets Instagram to get the blue check and check. I had to go through steps, and I finally got this motherfucker here. Hi, NJ. <laughs> What's up? What's up, guys? Hey! Oh my God! Listen, let me tell you something. I am so. Happy and official. I have officially got y'all here with me. If y'all guys can't tell my little big mouths, I am officially drunk. So let me tell you, Jay. So I done had a booty call encore before before this, and I'm supposed to be having a booty call after this. I need to give up my thought life. I want to thought for thought and bot for one person, like suck a dick and dick for one 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 person and one person only, like like that movie, one night only. Yeah. One night only. Yeah. One night on. Okay, I get it. I get it. One well, multiple nights with one person. I guess. No, I, no, I get it. I get it. I get the gist of what you're saying. We definitely get it. Y'all get it, right? But but, but why just settle for one when you can be a thought and bop with that one? With your husband, maybe he don't want to start off like that. Maybe well, no, 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 no. no. We didn't say to start. Well, you're absolutely right. You gotta build to get there, but you know. Well, I don't like. So yeah, I know. Like people do and do that, right? Well, let me tell you something. First of all, um, first of all, I'm funny with it because let me tell you when I first start off with um, when I first start um, start off with you, I'm gonna uh, like like I need a bot with you a couple of times times. And make sure the bop is right. And after I feel that the bop is right, then we can turn around and bop later on in life. Okay. Okay. Because I can't do, you can't, I can't have you sucking multiple dicks and I'm looking at you. (laughs) And then I got to worry about, um, okay, well, are you sucking dicks on the side? It's too much for me. It's too much. And and then then you got to worry about Ghana Sifa Clapper. Yeah. I ain't got time. Listen, I don't got time to be going to the clinic. I'm with your ass. I don't got to go to the clinic. Okay, right. and so and at least most of those are curable, but some are not. <laughs> exactly. Who? Who? That's that's E. Can we say hi, E? 
What up? What up, y'all? So everybody, I their E and J. Okay, be, not the drink, cause I know y'all thinking about the drink. For all my all my people from the hood, they think about the drink. No, not the drink. This is E and J, two different pe and people who are together, and they are, you know, they're my lifeline. Let me tell you why they're my lifeline. So the first thing and thing is, uh, Jay is my brother. Well, both of them are my brothers, but Jay is my my brother because not only is he a, is a f part of the Aries um, cloud. He is a New Yorker, and he is also Dominican. So it is just, it's just official. I said he is my bro um, brother, and then E is also my bro brother in way of J because let me tell you, E is on low funny. So this what makes makes a perfect couple. He'd be like, ah, you're stupid, and it, he does the one liners. You're dumb. <laughs> so it makes it official. So let me tell you. If people not heard my podcast, then that's on y'all. But we did a po uh, I basically did a podcast dealing with um, uh, poly relationships and whatnot. And then I came across these beautiful people who been together for 15 fucking years and going and are in an open relationship. And I know so many people talk about, I want them to open, like myself, I said, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. Until, before I met y'all, I was like, I don't do no fucking open relationship. But when I seen how y'all worked it, it was so amazing how you did this stuff and stuff. I, I, I actually agree with it. And it made me think about later on in life, you know what, if I get somebody, this might happen. But I wanna go, I wanna fast forward. I want to okay. fast forward to when you was a when both of y'all were thopping, bopping, and thotting before you met each other. So was you a was you a thought back then before you met him? Fuck yeah, hell yeah, yes. Sure enough, was I was I was sucking on mad penises, yo. Yes, so, sucking on the penis. <laughs> so when we met each other, I was technically on my way to go be a thought to the club. Oh, okay. And he was on his way home from probably thotting mm -hmm. with his friend. So that's how we met, like literally in the street. Yeah. And <clears throat> literally, I thought it was just going to be we, we met and we started talking for a bit. My friend saw him first. Now, where, where did you meet first? Where did you, you meet? Because y'all New Yorkers. So, okay, so I would, I, I was that, that, for those of you that are listening, you know. That are from New York. That are from New York. You know how we always say we would never hook up or meet anyone on Christopher Street. That's a damn truth. <laughs> but that's a damn lie. Because look. <laughs> we we met, met on, on Christopher Street <laughs> on, on the pier. So people... So people who are not who are not from New York, why is that a New York rule that you kind of don't want to meet somebody on Christopher Street? I know the rule, but it's, it's similar like it's similar like to other cities though, because in LA out here, well, I mean we're not from out here, we're from New York, but a lot of people we hear them say, "Oh, I would have never met somebody in this bar or in WeHo because or in this because it just signified like when you go to those places, it's kind of like. You, you go there because you're gonna hope ho. you're, you're gonna, gonna be a thought. You're gonna be a thought. So Got that's it. the that's the thought breeding grounds. Yeah. Well, for me, for for me, it was very much uh, much because because 
no disrespect respect to you know people who did their thing, but I ain't know who was a prostitute and who wasn't a, pro- a prostitute. And I ain't got time to be taking care of nobody. <laughs> That part that you hook up or talk to somebody and then all of a sudden they're telling you, okay, where's my donation? <laughs> in the street, bitch. In your mouth. That's your donation. In your mouth. Your donation is, is this dick. Exactly. You guys, I just... So we met. My friend saw him and my friend told me, oh, look, he's cute. Me being an Aries, mm. I was mad boisterous about it. I was like, oh, yeah, he is cute. So we continue walking and... We were on the pier, me and my friend, and with a little sippy cup, just like you got in your hand, mm-hmm. with that drink, and we had that bottle of, what was it? Hypnotic. Oh. Taking it back. <laughs> we had that bottle of hypnotic, and we were just going to start drinking before going to the club. That's that. That's the way you do in New York. Before you get to the club, you get there saucy, and then you have a couple of more drinks. Because them drinks is $15 dollars each. And you know you know that be in Chelsea. So, mm-hmm. um, we started talking. He approached me. He had his friend approach me, and she was like, oh, my friend thinks you're cute. I was like, so why doesn't he tell me himself? So, we got the talking, and... From there, we were talking for like almost three hours, just getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. His friend was over it. My friend was over it. And then they went and got my sister and she came out. She was like, oh, you the one who got my brother all tied up? You cute. You look like a keeper or some shit like that. So I was like, yo, I got to go. My sister's waiting for me. We got to go. We got things to do. Blah, blah, blah. To be Honest, I didn't think anything of it Mm -hmm. from there. I went to the club. I was a thought in the club. I was hoeing, whatever. He then texted me when he got home, and I'm in the club. I was like, oh, okay, he texted me. All right, I guess. Mm -hmm. Then he's like, text me when you get home. Ain't nobody got time for that. I ain't ain't got no man. I ain't got to check in with nobody. Like, the fuck? Aries, Aries thought. Aries thought. Right away, right away. So then he hit me up at freaking 6.30 in the morning the next day. That's working hours. My ass had just gone to bed, (laughs) drunk from the club. And he was like, oh, I just wanted to say good morning to you. I was like, the fuck? Dude, I just got home. Why are you fucking calling me? (laughs) He said, my bad. He was, I I was rude. I ain't gonna front. So... He then called. He said, all right, I'll, I'll hit you up later. He then called me on his lunch hour, right? And he was like, oh, I'm sorry that I called you earlier, but I just wanted to, to hear your voice or some shit like that. And we started, we, we talked, and then he said, dude, can I feed you? Ooh. Feed you what, Dick? Like, wait. Like, I feed you. to feed him, Dick. Yeah, fuck yeah, but... But you know what? All that, all that Aries intimidation shit—that wasn't phasing me. I'm a motherfucker from the Bronx. You oh. ain't scaring me, motherfucker. Like, Ooh. so I was just like, <laughs> okay. "Yeah, I'm sorry, I hit you up earlier." But hard. anyway, <laughs> I'm so, trying to meet up with you, so what's good? <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Before we get back back on it, now we heard your version of this part. Up into this part, you getting ready to get fed, and it was it only going to be dick. E. <laughs> now, yeah. I want to hear your side. Uh, from the meeting at Christopher Street, what was going through your mind? He already said what was going through his. What was going through your shit? Like, 
Honestly, I just I have a I have a thing for Dominican men. First of all, I love me some Thank Dominican you. men. <laughs> so like honestly, I uh, and then to me he was he's just so sexy, right? So I'm like looking at him, and of course at first me being a gay, right? Mm-hmm. I'm fucking thinking to myself, man, the way I'm gonna choke this motherfucker with my dick and like just dick him down and all this shit, right? Drink his cum, Ooh. all this shit, right? Oh. So I'm just like, of course, thinking that. But then at the same time, (laughs) I'm like, yo, I'm a relationship-oriented person. So I was thinking to myself, man, you know, like, I hope this dude turns out to be a keeper because I was single at that point for two years. And I'm like, yo, I want to kind of chill out, even though I was only 24. But still, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I'm young, but I spent the last two years of my life fucking around and doing all types of shit. So... I'm ready to chill, you know, like I could settle down with something, you know, and I'm, a, I'm an adult. Mm. I could see what's up, right? And uh, yeah, man, so I, I wanted to take him out to dinner. We spoke, every, like everything he said. And then I took him to, uh, to uh, what is it? Was it Caridad, right? Caridad restaurant in the Bronx. Okay. Which is like a Puerto Rican slash Dominican restaurant chain, like in the city, but mostly in the Bronx and shit. So, and, you know uh, what? This is cute because it represents y'all too. A mixture. Yeah. Yo, and, I, and that's why I'm to my, in my mind, I was like, yo, let's go have, I know this motherfucker wants some totones and shit, some, some platano maduro. <laughs> and, I get, and, and I gagged it, because <laughs> I'm not your typical Dominican that wants the Dominican food. I ended up ordering a Cuban fucking sandwich. Mm. <laughs> he's like, he's like, my mouth don't discriminate, discriminate shit. Be yeah, me. right? So I ended up ordering a Cuban sandwich, and the date was cute. We talked. We got to know. We ended up talking about where we come from or whatever. It ends up that we ended up running in the same circles years ago, but never crossed paths. How so? So, um, I'm a PK. I'm a pastor's kid. Okay. And Enrique used to. uh, He used to go to church. The same uh, church, uh, like, council. Yeah, so so anytime that there was, like, a youth uh, service or a youth uh, retreat, we were actually both there, Mm -hmm. but not in the same circles. But we knew people in each other's circles. Hallelujah. Let the Lord, the (laughs) the divine Lord put y'all together. Go ahead, divine Lord. Ministry, yo. And, yo, let me tell you, in the church council that we were in, the amount of gay shit that used to go down, I'm surprised. But I'm he, surprised. but he left the church a little bit earlier than when I kind of started really being active in it. So we never, we we probably did cross paths a few times, but barely because he was already out. When I was like more active, I didn't really get out of the church till like 2001, and he or two, and he was out already by 99 or 2000. So, like, you know, even though we were, you know, in the same shit, but yeah, like. It was interesting. But I, all I know is that night, I think I asked you for a kiss because I wanted to kiss your lips. So, yeah, he was a gentleman. He asked me for... I, I, I try to be coy because I didn't want him to know where I live. And where I live has two entrances. Mm-hmm. So, I made him take me, pick me up through the back. Remember? No, you had, I had, you had me pick me up through the front and then you took... I went, Did I? No, no, no. You picked me up in the back. Okay. Uh, he picked me up in the back and then I had him drop me off in the same area. So, then when I was in the car... He asked me for a kiss. Can I get a kiss? So, 
literally, I gave him a kiss, and we were making out, and you started grabbing my dick. Yeah. Ooh. And it was, it was and it was hard as fuck. So <laughs> I then told him, "Hey, so go this way. We're gonna park over here." <laughs> And I already knew what's up. I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting my dick sucked. That's what's up. I'm, like, I'm about to get this gobbledygook, sloppy toppy motherfucking 3000 up in here. Yes. So, so, we went and parked. And sure enough, I gave him the ill blow job in the car. The OnlyFans had before it was OnlyFans. I'm telling you, that Gop Gop 3000, you know? And he actually he loved it. Mm. I love the way his dick tastes. And dude, we were we've been together literally ever since. Okay. Now let's be on pause. E. Yo. So he giving you head and stuff like that. Does this make you say, "Damn, I'm gonna keep this motherfucker," <laughs> or? or like what goes through your mind? Because let me say, let me say, let me just say this real quick for for some of my little big mouths who are single and they be giving gobbly gob all the time and can't keep no man. Now, is it the gobbly? Like, is in your mind? It's like, yeah, I got that head. I'm out. Or it's like, oh shit, I like all this. All, did all this stuff add up? Like, you know what? We're in the same circle. You know, you know, um, they're just what I like. Whatever, whatever. You already had intentions of. Set in your mind that this is somebody that I probably want to go with or be with, and then the head made it official. I, like, yeah, kind of. I mean, I just I was a little worried because I felt like it was a little fast. Okay, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, I let this dude suck my dick. I hope he's not gonna be like, "All right, well, I already sucked this dick, so we're not gonna really, we ain't gonna, you know, we ain't gonna continue this or whatever." So I was a little concerned about that, but. At the same time, that, that yo, the head he gave me was fucking on um, point. Like he, he made me blow my load real good. Let's just put it that way. And I think you even you got you fucking gulped that shit down too. I think so. I was impressed. I was like, all right. He took my load. He swallowed that shit. <laughs> like it was. It yes, was brother. Brother, like just do what I do. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a moment because for me, I'm like. That was amazing, man. Like I don't, I, want, I don't want to lose this dude. But again, like I said, it was a moment of trepidation too, because it's like, fuck, I don't know if he's gonna want to continue because now he sucked my dick. And you know how a lot of times in the gay community is like, oh, I already had him, so it's mm-hmm. like, next, nah, peace out, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Like it was definitely that. <clears throat> so how do we get from? How do we get from? Gobby gob. All these questions going on in each other's brains, right? To okay, we go past the godly god. How we get to the next day, and how do we make this okay? This is this is official because to be honest with, with you, like I said, we talk about sex. We like to have fun on, on my own podcast, but at the same t- time, you know, these are things that people kind of want to know also because they can't do everything that you do, of course, right? But they right, could. Yeah. This could be a blueprint for like you know what I'm slowly getting. I, I slowly need to ask these questions and know where I'm going. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, it's, it was like, if, I mean, if so I, no, just, after the, I, mean, I was going to say this, like if, if it, it was more into that, to that point, it was my persistence, I think. Cause Jonathan wasn't about it really like that at first. Cause he was, 
I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm more relationship oriented, and Jonathan's head was somewhere else. He had just recently got out of a, a long term relationship only months prior. Okay. And me, I have been single for years already, two years. So for me, it was more, and, and because I'm more relationship oriented, it was, for me, it was a decision that I had already made. Like, yo, if I could, if I could bag this motherfucker, I'm gonna bag him. Mm. You know? But, um, like, I was persistent. So persistence is definitely key. You definitely don't want to be creeper status, right? Like, you don't want to be stalker status and shit. So it wasn't like I was calling him all day either because I had my own shit going on. I was starting my career as a teacher, as Mm -hmm. a high school teacher in New York. So I had my own shit going on. But when I had an opportunity to call him, like, in the afternoons, let's say, or the evenings, I I would hit him up to show him my genuine interest. Like, yo, what's up? How was your day? Like, let's let's kick it, you know? So Let's that's chill. how it was the next day. We kicked it for a little bit because I had, I had plans already with friends. Mm. Then we kicked it again that Tuesday. No, we met Sunday. We went to dinner Monday. We kicked it a little bit on Tuesday because I happened to be in the, in the Bronx by not that far from where your friend lived. Uh-huh. And through that. And third half, my ass was getting ready to go to freaking Splash with one of the drag queens. Mm-hmm. Well, not the drag queens, one of the trans girls, the, well, how we call them in New York, the titty girls that perform, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was going to perform at Splash that night, you know? Mm-hmm. Remember two, uh, Latin Tuesday at Splash yes. with Yamil X and whatnot. <laughs> Shout out to Yamil if he listens. Um, and I told him, I, I could chill with you for a little bit. We ended up chilling for like an hour. My friend is already pissed because blowing up my phone. Um, we gotta go. Da da da. Where you at? So that I could call the cab. So I was like, I right, I gotta go. My friends are waiting for me. So hit me up tomorrow. Mm. So he hit me up Wednesday. We went to dinner again, and after dinner. We ended up going to where he was staying at. And we, we were watching a show or something, a TV. It got late. Mm-hmm. I ended up spending the night. Okay. I told him that I, yeah, because I told him, I'll take you, I'll take you home. Because where I worked was kind of along the way. So I dropped him off at his crib and then went to work. Mm-hmm. And... But we were night. there. We were, co- <laughs> we were being cozy or whatever. We never discussed positions mm-hmm. who, who does what or whatever who's top who's bottom we never discussed it and literally we were there sleep well cuddling supposedly going to sleep and for some reason i ended up finding myself inside of him <laughs> i love yeah, it that was amazing <laughs> I, you know what it was? So, it wasn't for some reason. It was because he was cuddling me. And I'm typically like, I'm a verse guy, but back then I was more like top, right? Mm-hmm. And this is because a lot of the guys would be like, yo, I want you to fuck me or okay. whatever. All right, cool. But I've always been like, either way, I've always been like naturally inclined to be verse. I don't care as long as whatever's the flow, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, for some reason that night, I don't know, like he was he was holding me. And then I was playing with his dig if I felt it, of course, get hard and and one thing led to another, and I put that shit in me. I was like, nah, man, you fucking me tonight. <laughs> and I think that was the point where I knew 
that we were gonna be together. Okay. Mm-hmm. You like them cakes? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Listen, let me tell you. He is a. You know, I I I want to do more um stuff with you guys. And then I want to do y'all individually too. So that's that that has always been my plan by listening to y'all. But he is a fucking super freak on the law, and that's the funny thing about him is because he will he'll be like, "Hello, thank you for calling so forth and so on." And yes, I know, I understand. Thank you so much, yo. So what? When you gonna suck my dick? And then when you gonna fuck? And I'm like, the the it's the cold switch for me. Like it's like. It's fucking awesome. And then, I always had that in me too. <laughs> and, and listen, listen, I, I fucking love it. And then with you, you're just very, you know, you're my brother. You're just very out like, okay, bitch, what we're not going to do, we're not going to do this. This is what not, it's not going <laughs> yes. to happen. So I fucking love um, the interchangeable aspect of the relationship. And I, I, and what I see a lot of now is, yeah, a lot of people are averse now, but like for me, let, let, let's 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 go on me. So for me, I'm a top, a top. I ain't never had nobody stick their dick in me. But I like getting my ass ate. I'll suck a dick and and call it a day. Now, if I was to get a husband, I'd be like, um, maybe this might happen. But you better be a good ass husband because once you do that, you're not going nowhere. I get very Dominican on this part. You're not going nowhere. <laughs> You're not going, You're not nowhere. going nowhere. Don't don't look at nobody. Or I'm gonna. Well, no, no, no. Let me rephrase that. Not don't look at nobody, but don't think you're gonna be playing no games. So I'm gonna fuck you up. So <laughs> let's get to the good part, okay? So now, fifth and just a side note: Is it just me, or is it stereotypical for me to say this? Is it just me, or every fucking Hispa- Hispanic man? man woman whatever stay in a relationship for a long ass time what is that is that is that religion or is that culture based or both it could be a both it could be a combination of both i think it's a big cultural shit for sure okay but but for me but for me it's like i uh i and i think for jonathan it's probably the same We, we take cues from our from our family and like from our parents my mom has only been since I've been alive with two guys, like in relationships. Mm-hmm. My dad and now my stepdad. So, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and, uh, I'm, and I'm hitting forty. So, <laughs> and for my mom too, the same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you get that. So you get that. I mean, but I, I don't know. For me too, it's just because like a, going back to the relationship oriented thing. I like to be. I like to be loved by one person, even though I could I could get down with multiple people. If that makes sense. No, I I get that, and this is something that's because my best friend he talked to his um therapist, and his therapist said that you're going to be in an open relationship, and because he's my best friend, and I I also do this for him too. He has someone. His his personality is very interesting. He has the freaky side, like E. Freaky, whatever. Da, 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 da. He has the talkative side, uh, side like you, Jay. Well, he's not that talkative, but he he has that that vibe where he could connect with people really, really well. He can make friends with anybody. Um, okay, that's a- and and for him, which is a little bit different, is he'll have the the guy that. He'll he'll take to adventures and do 
escapades and do the, the the romantic couple stuff, right? And then he be and then he have the man and he going, I'm sucking this big ass dick. I'm getting fucked. This is A, B, and C. This is what I want. And it's <laughs> such the like I I don't want to say it's weird, but it's such a different dynamic because the the one that's sucking dick and doing all this nasty shit, they're a little more rougher and stuff. And then the one who's at home, they're a little it's a little more polished, a little more yeah. And I'm like, it's just, and I've seen this before though. It's just it might be a little bit different, but that's a majority of straight couples. That's a majority of gay couples. That's a majority of couples. You always have, I don't want to say the housewife, or you got the polished, and then you got the rough one. Me, I want them all in one. I want you. I want you to give me professional. We going somewhere professional, but we leave with the suit professional and somebody say, yo, give me your money. You be like, yo, who the fuck's you talking to? See, that's what I'm used yeah. to dating and dating. Like, I'm used to dating military. If you don't know my my past, my past, I'm used to dating military, football players. Like, when I was in my prom, I was dating, like, football players and people who had money, money. I don't know yeah. what happened. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But they always gave this perception of I will beat your ass, but they were business orientated and today, real awesome, awesome. So I think that this is really phenomenal to hear. So enough about me. So 15 years, when do we get to the point? Let's try this out because we got a Dominican and a Puerto Rican. So I know there's, there's, who's the jealous, jealous one. Y'all look like y'all both jealous enough. With yeah, each other. We, uh, we are. Yes, Jonathan, no, Jonathan I'm more of the jealous, jealous. I'm more of the jealous one. Thank you for but, that, sir. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to calm down, sir. How about that? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so we have a fr- uh, a couple friend friends. Uh, they they've been together now what twenty years? Yeah, going on twenty one. Going on twenty one years. But let's. Rewind seven years ago. Is it seven about years? Seven, almost eight will be this year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. About eight years ago. Mm-hmm. You know how with the gays you have your chosen family and whatever. Mm-hmm. So these guys were our chosen family. And we had Sunday dinner every weekend at their house. Every Sunday we would drive up to Westchester and have dinner with them. Westchester? It was nothing sexual. It was straight up platonic. Okay. They were my they were my sisters and you know. Mm. So we would go up and all of a sudden there's we 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 pulling up to the driveway and some random dude is leaving the driveway. So me being who I am being an Aries, bitch, who the fuck is not leaving your house? And they brushed it off the first time. They didn't say anything because I guess they didn't know how to tell us as their friends that they were playing, that mm-hmm. they opened up their relationship. So then we dropped it. I left it alone. Following Sunday, it's a different dude leaving their house. <laughs> Sunday. Bitch, what's going on? So they still didn't say nothing. Remember, we figured it out when there was shit that was left 
that was there for the weekend. Condor Rapids? I was like, um, no, 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 no. Oh. Like, the guy's clothes or some shit that he left in the room. Because, bitch, if you're my friend, I'm going in your house like if I'm in my house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we, sisters, brothers, whatever, I'm going in your house like I'm home. Not like I'm looking for shit, but I don't have any restrictions. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, Jose, what the fuck is this? I ain't stupid. Y'all was fucking that guy, right? So he was like, sister. <laughs> so he started telling me. I was like, what the fuck? So I'm getting intrigued. So my crazy ass called Enrique. Up. I was like, Enrique, you hear this shit? These motherfuckers are having threesomes. Mm. So then they started telling us about it. And me and Enrique still hadn't talk, uh, talked about it. Then we will come up again. It was a different car. Different dude. So they were just, I was like, bitch, we've renamed his house to the whorehouse. Yes. On Whore School ha- Street. Ooh. That was, whorehouse on bitch, School Street. That was, that's the street that they lived on. So we called it the whorehouse on School Street. And back then, seven years ago, eight years ago, you know, um, Instagram was using uh, Foursquare. Yeah. Like to tag locations, bitch. So, you know, my ass went, we took a selfie or a group picture and, you know, I changed the location and I put the whorehouse <laughs> on school street. Because they, they were schooling them kids like, hey, you're going to learn something For today. Real. <laughs> For real though. So they was telling us, me and Enrique started asking questions to them about how did they know and how did they start? What did they do? What were their rules? Like we just 21 questions. So I already knew in my head that this was going to be a conversation mm. that was going to be held between me and Enrique mm. because I was asking a lot of questions. Enrique was asking a lot of questions. So we are like, okay, so we had the discussion. So we decided to do it. So we downloaded Grinder because mm-hmm. that was technically the only app that was really out. Yeah. Grinder and... We tried it. We set our rules first and we tried it. The first hookup was a fucking flop. Explain. Explain. Because re- remember, we want to go go back to this is New York. This is at this time y'all what? In in the Bronx, right? In Parkchester. Okay, so y'all in Park on um, Parkchester and you know, any New Yorker knows that, you know, sometimes these hookups don't go so well. So, so explain the that first one. Time, the first time was the guy that pushed me off of you, right? No. No. It was the guy with the long hair that he said, because nobody knows about me. No, he wasn't the first one. Oh, yeah, he was. Okay. So, the first guy, he was a guy, he looked... He, he was giving trade in his pictures. Mm-hmm. B-boy with the braids, fitted, a Yankee fitted, Tim's, you know, the bubble coat, all that. Mm. And we was like, oh, okay, he's cute. And then he told us he was a bottom, that he wanted to bottom. So I was like, oh, shit, we could, we could fucking bang the shit out of this um, 
you know, thug bottom. Fuck it, let's do this. Now, well, question before you go on. Now, when y'all first did this, was it only that y'all fuck bottoms at this time? Yes. Okay. Continue. Yes. So he shows up to my to our house, and I'm expecting the dude in the picture to mm-hmm. show up to my house. Mm-hmm. When he showed up to my house, his hair was long. And loose, no braids. He looked like he just did, you know, the Herbal Essence commercial with the curly, loose hair. I was like, okay, I know. And in my head, I'm like, Enrique is definitely not going to like that. Because, you know, nothing against any guy with long hair. It's just, we're not into it. Nobody's hair shaming, little bit. bit Don't be coming up on here. Talk about, oh, he hair shaming. Shut the fuck up. Mind your business. (laughs) Okay, they're just talking about their experience. Anybody who's on here, y'all know how I get down. We talking about their own experiences, okay? Because if I hear somebody cancel something else like Pepe Le Pew or somebody, I swear to God, I'm going to go crazy. Continue. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so Enrique's looking at me and I'm looking at Enrique and the dude, he starts giving me these vibes and talking like, I felt like I'm talking to a, loca on the a trans girl. Oh. Or a loca. Or a loca on the pier. So he started giving me all this, you know, uh, rah-rah, talking with his hands. And then he couldn't keep his um, hands together and just kept moving them. And then all of a sudden, his hair was, was in the way. So he started... <laughs> playing with his hair, putting in a ponytail. Then he kept talking, moving his hands. All these men, I'm thinking I'm talking to one of the trans girls that I hang out with. So I'm like, this bitch is giving me trans girl energy. Mm -hmm. Like, the fuck? So he then took his his hair out the scrunchie, then loosed it, tossed his hair front, tossed it back, all this while he's talking to us. That's nervous energy. And I'm then talking. talking about because, you know, niggas don't know about me. Uh, I'm unclockable. Nobody knows I'm gay. And, you know, all these mannerisms and hand performances. Bitch, I thought he was voguing for a second. <laughs> okay? Give him the runway. <laughs> not, not, no, no, no. He wasn't even giving me the runway. He was giving me hand performance and hair performance like Leomi. <laughs> Shout out to Leomi. But that's what he was giving us. So Enrique already, me and Enrique talking to each other telepathically. And I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. He's He had a nice ass mm-hmm. and a nice dick. Let's do it. So Enrique's like not having it. So Enrique started fucking him and Enrique went soft because then he started throwing him. We had him. Um, all right. So one of our rules was we wasn't fucking in the beginning. We weren't fucking anybody in our bed. But that's where you have to fuck. I'm confused. Why is that a rule? Uh, Because we didn't want to bring nobody to our bed. So we would fuck them in the living room on the sofa Mm -hmm. or on the floor, bitch. We was just treating them. Oh, no. See, I'm an uppity. I'm an uppity. I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. You're not fucking me on the floor. 
Can you? I'll leave. Like I need a bed. We have a, 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 <laughs> we have, we have water wall carpet, so it wasn't too awkward. So, but we, but but obviously, I know in the Bronx, right? yeah, yeah. But exactly. they would believe it or not, they yeah. stayed and they wanted it and they got it. I'm an uppity Brooklyn bitch. So I'd be like, no, uh, and I get it. I get it. <laughs> me, me, I would have never. No, oh, we can't fuck in your bed. Nah, I, I'm good. Then I'm going. Home. You have a good day, sir. Have a good day. And then I would so, I would have texted my friend. It was the it was the carpet for me. I can't. <laughs> so the guy ended. We ended up fucking him on the sofa. So then Enrique's fucking him doggy, and he's like arched on the sofa, holding onto the oh um the back of the sofa Ooh. as Enrique's fucking him. Then he started whipping his hair back and forth. He thought he was Willow. <laughs> Man, I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair. Enrique went soft and was like, I can't do this. So I went in. Now I'm pissed with a fucking heart on. So I grabbed him by the hair, wrapped that shit around, and was yanking his head while I'm fucking the shit out of him. He was enjoying it. He was enjoying it. And then all of a sudden, he started moaning like he was a girl. Now you're sh- uh, you're shady like me, so you did that shit purposely. <laughs> so then I got him to shut the fuck up, cause then I got Enrique hard, and I shoved down when he started all of a sudden. Huh? I shoved Enrique's dick down his throat, and he shut up, and he was like, "Oh, I just one thing. Don't ask. I asked. Don't come in my mouth." Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right when he said that, I made him reek a nut all in his mouth. Shut the f- And that was our first experience. Like, it wasn't... It was the worst experience ever. Okay, okay. I, was- <laughs> I, I just have to know, Enrique, when you nutted in his mouth, did he say, I told you not to come in my mouth? Or did he just say, okay? He, he just, he, he kind of like, he didn't even really say anything. He just, like, he, he took it, but then he, he spit it out or whatever. Okay. So... It was cool. It was whatever, but because I would have spit it in your face. To, I wanted to say something though, because you asked about like how does this pop off for relationships, mm-hmm. and to all of y'all people out there listening, like I feel, I feel like you have to understand that for every couple, it's a different scenario. Mm-hmm. There are couples out there that you could start off the beginning from the very beginning of your relationship. If you decide, both of you, that you want to be in an open relationship. That's your choice. Let people judge you and say what they want. At the end of the day, you and that person knows what's up and what's best for both of you guys. Because I will say this. Too many gay relationships start on the wrong foot. They start too fast, too furious. And then what happens is a lot of infidelity and cheating goes on. And that's where the gays start becoming jaded and all this shit. Because it's like, oh, this motherfucker, I already found out he's on Grinder or he's there or this, Mm. that, and the third. And there really is no need for that because if you guys both come to the table honest and saying, hey, I am looking for a relationship. However, I do enjoy being around and and experiencing men in Mm -hmm. general. And you guys agree that that's a fit for you, then, then go for it. But I always give this piece of advice. I'm always like, if you want to genuinely get to know someone, individually you need to give it at least a year or two and that's not even sufficient enough time take it from somebody i'm I'm 40 years on this earth almost and i'm gonna say 
that to really truly know somebody takes years and years. I'm still learning things about Jonathan, but why? Because people are dynamic. They're mm-hmm. ever-changing. Jonathan is not the same person that he was 15 years ago when I met him. And I know that I'm not the same person. And so he's still learning things about me. And, um, of course, there are disagreements and things like that. But, you know, we're, we're finally getting to the point now. Look, check this out. After 15 years of where we're finally getting to a flow where communication is actually meaning something in the, to the extent that we could really be honest with each other. And even though Jonathan tells me things sometimes like, oh, you like that? I'm judging you. <laughs> you know, but I take it I take it partly as a joke, but sometimes I pay attention to those cues because, of course, it means something to him, right? Mm. So I say all of this to say, yo, don't you need to you need to get to know the person that you're that you're becoming that you're going to you know build a bond with in that way and then make a decision about threesomes and polyamory and all this other stuff. Which is super complicated. Two people in a relationship, as y'all all know, is complicated enough. Hell yeah. So imagine the dynamic of another or having the dynamic of openness and letting your partner know, hey, you know, I want to kind of like, I think I'm going to go and meet up with this person later because I want to fuck this dude. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. type of situation. And the other person being like, oh, cool. Like in my in our case, when Jonathan tells me something like that, like, yo, I'm going to go link up with this guy. I'm like, cool, fuck it. Go ahead. Have fun. Let me know how it is. You know, I want all the nasty details when you come back because that shit turns me on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just care that he's safe, that I know at least where he's going to be at. I don't even really generally need to know who. If he wants to share that with me, cool. And if not, cool. I just need to know where you're going to be so that I know, God forbid, you know, whatever. Something could happen. Anything could happen, right? Mm -hmm. I know where you were. You know what I mean? So... Those are examples of like rules that you establish and the ways that you communicate your intentions so that shit like this works out. Because it's super complicated. It's not an easy thing, people. Like, this shit is not easy. Hell no. Relationships are not easy. Let me ask a question. So, uh, 15 years in, right? You just start, and please, because you know, I was never great at math. So let's say thir- after your 13th year, you start the open relationship situation with Herbal Essence. I mean, what was that? Yeah, the Herbal Essence commercial. Am I right or am I wrong? No, that was seven, seven years. Seven, Se- seven years? Yeah, I was oh, like 13 years, years, years in, in, right? It was seven years. That's when we thought it. No, no, no. No, seven years in. Seven oh, years seven in. years in. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, got yeah. confused. That's when we started threesomes. That's when we decided to open the relationship to threesomes. So, like, we're not doing anything separate, but we can fuck guys together. Okay. Now, That's when we decided. You do, you do that. And as, like you said, as seven years in now, you're going into to the years of each of you guys changing, right? Where does it go from, okay... Now we now we pump it up a little little more, and it's this, I always do double questions. I'm just a weirdo. No, 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 it's cool, it's cool. So where does it pump up a little more? Like, okay, now we're gonna start doing this now. And do y'all have a way of going? Do y'all do counseling? Because this year, especially this year, and a little bit beyond there. We've been talking about um, brown people. If y'all heard my show show before, we've been talking about mental health a lot and going to counseling and therapy and stuff like that. 
Do y'all ever do couples counseling or whatever to make it to that no. fifteen year a year mark? Okay, I heard no. Okay. Oh, no, we have not. And I'll be real. Honestly, like I wasn't even a big proponent of therapy up until about I would say three years ago. And I'll tell you why, because it's how we brung up. Well, like, it's it a is whole it Latino. Was, it's a Latino. It's a. It's definitely a stigma in our culture against. First of all, mental acknowledgement of mental health issues mm-hmm. is a huge stigma in in Latino culture, and of course, in, you know, uh, you know this Dante in Black culture as well. Yes, again against therapy and therapists because mm-hmm. many people in our culture are like, why the fuck am I going to pay somebody? to talk to me about my problems when I could, I have friends for that, or I have family for that, or I have this or that. But for me, uh, one, se- one second, um, E, I know your situation and okay. I want that situation to be talked about on another, another level. I remember yeah. I, I'm an analyst, so I already analyzed what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, E, you know what I'm talking about, right? E? Yep. Yep. yep okay. Yep. So, I don't want to talk about your individual, but I do want to talk about your cu- couple wise. Understand so what I'm couple, saying? So couple, couple, wise, couple wise, Jonathan is not a big proponent. Of I'm not. A, no. Okay. Um, so that's that's. I've a been, of it. I've been <laughs> opposed to it, but I've been open to it more recent. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him okay, whatever, but I never said let's go. Okay. If that makes any sense. And and then E, you uh, of course I know no not all your story, but I know a little bit of your backstory, right? For you yeah. you wanting to know and to talk about mental he- health, but does that come did your own situation bring to light that we need to do something together? On top of the fact that honestly, like I could be real, I'm not gonna sugarcoat shit. Me and Jonathan we're going through a fuck ton of issues personally in our relationship. We were going through a lot of shit. If we're going to talk about shit right on the, like on a, on a venue like this, I want people out there to know that your relationships, like I just mentioned, they're not easy. They're fucking hard. Yeah. And it takes work. So much work that that's why I know a lot of reasons. A lot of people, especially in the gay community, LGBTQ community, they give up so easily. Mm. Is because it's easier to let go than to deal with shit head on. Those really hard issues that you know you should be tackling. And I tell you one thing, man. I'm a fighter. I don't. I don't. I don't like to let go of shit easily. Mm. And I'm resistant to change sometimes too. But I do. I do know it from my part. I love Jonathan very much, even though sometimes he drives me up the fucking walls, man. Mm. Like, I want to really strangle him sometimes, right? But I love him enough that I don't want to lose him, right? Mm. So I, I've, I've gotten to the, yes, the, my situation, what I went through personally with mental health um, uh, trauma and crisis mm-hmm. definitely led me to be like, yo, Jonathan, we're going through so much shit that we need help. We need to, to talk about this shit with someone professional who's going to give us the tools and the strategies to effectively get past this and make our relationship stronger, right? Hopefully. Mm-hmm. That's the hope. That's the plan, right? Mm-hmm. And, and of course, he's been very resistant to that. But my goal is and my hope is that Sunday we can because even though we're in a better place now, I'm sure there's still a lot of things that we could work out and hash out. But I will say, like, the development of our relationship into a more open relationship individually 
was a combination of factors due to things that we have gone through together in our relationship, mm -hmm. as well as the honest truth and us expressing to each other like, yo, I'm not going to fulfill your every want and need and desire in life. Mm -hmm. And if that means even to a sexual extent, mm -hmm. then, yo, let's talk about it and deal with this shit in a healthy, mature way so that we can move past it and hopefully remain together. Because, yo, I could fuck any motherfuckers out here, yo, in the streets. But at the end of the day, I want to come back home to you. Mm -hmm. That's who I want to come back home to. Not to these random tricks that I hook up with. They're a great nut. I get my nut off with them. I fuck them or they fuck me. But then I come back home and guess what? I want to see you next to me in my bed. Mm. Hugging me and holding me at night. And, you know, not, not any of these other randoms. And, and I find that interesting, interesting because like hearing that is a good, you know, listen, I pay attention to everything. Y'all have to also understand I went to school, school for human services, so... You know, there's clues and things that you pay attention to, into, you know what I mean? You know when, you know the, like, I basically analyze both of y'all uh, individual personalities just by talking to y'all, you know what I mean? Or just paying attention. And one thing that I think people fail to understand when they're in relationships is, and I, hopefully y'all grasp that, that by being around each other, is that y'all still two different people. Very absolutely. You're still two different people, and y'all still have to have your own situations, but still be able to compromise and still have an agreement to say, okay, okay, you know what? I know he doesn't like this, so but I love this. But you know what? Let's do a give and take. You know what I mean? I mean, and when y'all learn how to communicate that with each other i think that's what um pushes the 15 year plus you know what i mean i mean yeah. especially if you're going to uh, to 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 do things beyond um an uh, uh, another thing a thing that i i i'm happy that he came out and said what he said because you know like most people but especially gay world, when they see a couple like you, it's automatically, oh my God, I want that. Shit, I see y'all, I was like, fuck, I want that. And it's like, oh, I want that. But they don't know, like you said, the work. Yep. They don't know the hard work, the ups, the downs, the mm -hmm. tears, the anger yep. that mm -hmm. gets to it. Because you know what? We necessarily don't need to the world to know what happens be behind our four walls. Yeah, yeah. The ang like the negativity shit that happens between us, the arguing and the pettiness between us. It doesn't need we don't need to project it to the world because mm -hmm. then at the end of the day, the world takes that and turns it into what it isn't. What it isn't <laughs> or what they want their their own narrative. And at the end of the day, projecting that out there just brings more negative energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, so what we're trying to do it gets, is get past whatever hump we're going through mm -hmm. on our own without needing Tom, Dick, Harry, Sally, and their mama trying to be in our business. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, though, to what you said, like people, there are people who's a lot of people who say, "Yeah, they want what we have," and then there are also a lot of people who judge what we do. 
Mm-hmm. So like there'll be people out there that are like, oh, you're in an open relationship because you guys are no longer happy with each other. And that's and not my, the case. Not even that. In my head, I'm like, oh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Why is it because you're gonna assume that we want to fuck around because we're we're no longer happy with each other? If that was the case, truly the case, then we wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't need to be together. And some people would even call it, might even call it like codependency or whatever have you. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and you know what? To an extent, I can even come to an acknowledgement that to some small extent, maybe, there is some some codependency after this a long time. But I know from my part, from me as an individual, genuinely, there is a lot of love that I have for this man. That I don't want anything bad to happen to him. That I don't want anyone to harm him. You know, like, mm-hmm. even though we go through our drama... We could be so fucking pissed at each other, right? Like for a fight. And we could even not be talking to each other. And we're in the street doing whatever we're doing. But if somebody comes up to him and tries to disrespect him or tries to be on some rah-rah shit, I'm going to knock a nigga out. Mm. Yep. Type of situation. That's how it is. Like the only us. motherfucker who's going to be mad at my man is going to be me, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? That's Or, you know what I mean? It's That's like, going to get like that. Like, dude, I'm I'm the one with the right. Mm. To be mad at him. Where the fuck the hell you come from to try to get mad for no reason? Bitch, who you? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? No, yeah, no, and so. that's that's completely understandable because it's very much, uh, much so um, my, uh, your business. Because, you know, the fuck, what are you doing? We know what's going on here. The only thing you need to do and do is shut the fuck up, mind your business, let me do what, what I do, and keep yeah. it moving. Because I'm be honest with you, like you know, as, as much as I'm a thotty whore, um, I the relationship that I had that was two, three year, years. The best thing about it was when we was upset with each other. Like for instance, I w- we was at a concert or whatever, and I'll never forget this bitch. Um, Jaru's wife had said something to somebody who I was going out with, and he was giving her, her, her answers, and I'm like, what the fuck you answering her for? And I'm giving him a look, like, you know, very Aries. What the fuck you... So then I put her in her place. I said, so you and her going out together? Y'all both lesbos? I was in it, right? So then I told him, I said, don't be answering nobody. And first of all, why are you... I'm, 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 I'm. So we... So we go into his car. car. I had an attitude. I was so he's like, "Well, I'm gonna drop you, boy. You do what you need to do. Drop me by my car." Then we see some funny ass shit. We saw busting out laughing, start making out, and then we want to fucking fucking at his house. So also another church person, just saying, cast a child. You are fucking freaks on the low. I tell you, um, but guys. Listen, everybody, we're going to do a quick intimate uh, mission real quick and uh, quick because I have to pee because all this brugada that I've been drinking mixed with a little bit of tequila. I'm surprised I'm not passing on the floor. So give us a quick a quick um, intimation and we're going to get back to you guys.